We're at the beginning of the Chava base, Aleph, Vizat Hashem 22a. We're holding, we left it, that the Gemora seems to find a contradiction with the opinion of Rabbi Yudha. From one hand, in the Mishnah we're, we're holding now, he seems not to be holding that a Balkeri is forbidden, mean, meaning to say, it looks like, according to Rabbi Yudha, Balkeri can just say the Vretura, no problem. But we just challenge from the last mission of this chapter that no, that seems to be he does hold by the Takana or the Balkeri. So we're in the second line. So don't say, don't understand what the Rabbi Yudha said in the previous Mishnah. In the Mishnah we're dealing now that a person should bless before and after the Shema. But say like the Tanakama, like the first opinion of the Mishnah, rather he just thinks about the blessings, but he cannot say them. Says Rabiuda holds that you can only think and you cannot explicitly speak the words. Viatania, look in the Brisa where it says, Balkeri, Litvoil, a person who became a keri, seeming emission, and doesn't have water to go to the mikvah. So this is what he's permitted to do. And uh, the, we're going to see this opinion seems to be like the first opinion of the Mishnah is going to be Rabbi Meir. Koreki Rachma, he reads, but soon the Mishnah is going to clarify, doesn't mean to literally read, recite, rather only with the eyes, only sees, he only thinks about the Shema. And doesn't even think in the preceding blessings and the one after. And the when he eats bread, and again, he blesses after Birkas Amazon, but doesn't really bless just thinks about Birkas Amazon. And the Amoiti doesn't even think about it. He and everything so far he has said, as I explained, is only thinking in his heart, but he doesn't pronounce anything. This is Rabbi Meir, this is the opinion of Rabbi Meir, and this is the Tanakam of our Mishnah. Rabbi Yudha Oimer, Rabbi Yudha disagrees. And his Ben Kach Ben Kach, he does speaks out of his lips, pronounces the words. So we see Rabbi Yudha holds that person can say the brachos. So going back to our original question, what about the Takan of Ezra? So Rabbi offers a different answer. Hassan, Rabbi Yudha compared the blessings of before and after the Shema, Rabbi Yudha, like learning different laws of proper conduct. That regarding that, Rabbi Yudha says, it's okay even for a Valkyrie, but any other davening or, or Shema or learning Torah, that would be forbidden. The Tanya is being taught in the following in Braisa, says in the verse, and we saw it before, you should make, make, make them known, your children and your grandchildren, what happened in Mount Sinai. That is the following verse, the day that you stood in front of Hashem in Choreb, which is Mount Sinai. So we make a juxtaposition Mali alambe heima uve ira uve reses uve zia. 
just like when Hashem came down to Mount Sinai, the entire Jewish people had a dread or were trembling and fearful. So this verse comes to teach us by juxtaposing it on the way we should make these words known to our kids and our grandchildren. Afghan, when you teach Torah, the same thing, with dread and awe, with trembling and with fear. So from here, Mikanamru, that the, the rabbis instituted Takanas Ezra. From here they learned and they said, this is also uh, what Rabbi Shevin Levi told us in the previous page. A Zavim, even a person that could be impure with a Zav, and Metzoraim, or because of Lashonara with Saras, or a third type of person, by Malnido is a person that had intercourse with a lady was a Nida. He became the tumor of the lady itself, and he needs to wait for seven days. Now, if he goes on tables for Tekanas Ezra, for the Keri, even though he will still have the tumor of the Nida, nevertheless, Mutarim Likrois, they are permitted to read between the Benedim of Exuvian, the entire Tanakh, Vileshano is the Mishnah of Gemora, he can learn Mishnah, Gemora, Midrashim, Vialachus Vargado is Allah and even the philosophical story of the goddess of Al-Balik But an exception to all this is the Valkyrie, his Asur. And Rush explains why. Because when a person has intercourse, he comes down to a state of Kalus Rosh Vezachus Adas, which means more, um, not so much seriousness. And therefore, he's not able to go back to this uh, situation of dread, awe, trembling, and fear when it comes to learn Torah. And that's why they instituted for a Balkari to go to the Mikvah. Now, different opinions. Is there anything at all he can learn? He cannot learn anything. So listen to the following opinions. Like it's a continuation of the Brisa. So also far, this was at the Tanakama. According to the first opinion, Anonymous, he cannot learn absolutely nothing. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Shoneu Beregilus. Rabbi Yossi is a little bit more lenient. He said Mishnah, which that he's familiar with them, he can review them as long as he doesn't elaborate on the content of the Mishnah. Rabbi Yonasan ben Rabbi Yosef, a second opinion, third opinion says, Omer Matziahu es a Mishnah. He can even elaborate on the Mishnah. Veinu Matziah es a Gemora, was a Talmud. He cannot elaborate on Gemora. Look in Rashi. Rashi really explains more than Gemora, really the Talmud. Eh, I'm sorry, the, the Midrash. So says Rashi, Venu Matthias Midrash, because the Midrash is not, the, we're talking Midrashim about nice stories and messages, we're talking the Midrashim of the Alaha, that they were explanations of the Psukim. So when a person learns this type of Midrashim, he's going to end up quoting Psukim, and the Psukim, and I'm going to contain the name of Hashem. So Valkyrie should have been pronouncing the name of Hashem. So that's why he shouldn't elaborate into the Midrashim. 
רבי נאס אמר, אבי שלום אומר, המציע סגמורה, הוא עשה מדרש, שיכני ונלאו ראיתו נמדרש, ובלבד שלא יאמר אסקלו שבו, just be careful if you get to פסוקים, no pronounce the references of the names of Hashem in the פסוקים. רבי יוחנן הסנדלר תלמידו של רבי קיבא, רבי יוחנן תלמידו של רבי קיבא, משום רבי קיבא, נדמה רבי קיבא סס, אומר לו לא ייכנס למדרש כל עיקר, כי שנים a seminal emission, and he was walking next to a river. Please teach us one alacha, or one chapter better to say, regarding the laws of proper conduct. So he first of all went down to the river, did a tvila mikvah, and then he came out and he taught him the chapter. But then the question to him, is not like that if you have Toros or Rabbi, a person is permitted to, to, to learn or to teach, better to say, the laws of proper conduct, and that's not a problem. He told them back, even though regarding other people, I gave definitely a leniency that the people are allowed to do, but regarding to myself, I'm more stringent. That's why I went to the mikvah, even though I'm only teaching the laws of proper conduct. Tanya Begimora continues with the topic in a different b'risa. Rabbi Yudah ben Beseira. Atana also, he used to say, in the Hebrew Torah, mekavlin tume. He completely disagrees with the whole question of a Balkari being forbidden of learning Torah, because says, words of Torah, they never can receive impurity. So look over there in the footnotes of our scroll, there's three different ways to learn what does he do with the Takana of Ezra, but according to him, there's no such a provision. And the Gemara tells us a story, the Bryce, once it happened that it was a student, he was slurring his words while learning. He was not pronouncing properly. My dear son, open your mouth. 
and let shine forth clearly your words. Shendi Torah mekablin tuma, because he's going to quote a verse that the words of Torah can never become impure. The Shonemar says the Torah, Aloi Behold, all my words are like fire. This is the um, words of Hashem. So if the words of Hashem is like fire, it says, Obviously, fire cannot become impure. In the same token, words of Torah can never become impure. So, Rabiuda. Ben Beseira so far is the only opinion where we find that according to him there's no such a provision of a Valkyrie to be involved with learning Torah. Amar Mar, the Gemara goes back to understand, to quote some of the opinions of the initial price that we started learning today. Sir said, Matsya is a Mishnah, Venu Matsya is a Gemara, a person is permitted to elaborate in the Mishnah, but he's not permitted to elaborate in the Gemara in the Midrash. This is a support of Rabbi Lai's opinion. The famous Amora of Babylon, Rav. Aloha, and this is according to Rav the Aloha. Matsyas and Mishnah. A person that is volcanic can elaborate in the Mishnah, but he shouldn't elaborate on more than that. And the Gemara says, There's over here two opinions in the Tanaim. One opinion says, The one we saw previously, that he can elaborate on the Mishnah, but in the Talmud, in the Gemara, or in the Midrash, but Rabbi Yehuda ben Gamliel, Homer, Mishom Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel, Zevze Asur. The first opinion of what he said, he said both of them are forbidden. Look in the Ask on the footnotes, he said, what does it mean in the note 23? What does it mean this and this is forbidden? Either according to the what is coming from the Mishnah and the Midrash, but it's an, according to what we're about to read in the following line, it's better to say that he meant this and this, either the Mishnah to be um, elaborate, or just even Mishnah as he's familiar with them, he's not permitted. Everything in the Mishnah would be forbidden, either familiar Mishnahs or elaborate into the Mishnah. But those who say that what he said is not the opposite, the other way around, both of these things, elaborate in the Mishnah, elaborate or not elaborate just familiar Mishnahs, anything will be permitted anyway. Man, the opinion that understood or has a tradition that we said is that both of them are forbidden, that will be following the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan Sandlar that we saw in the previous Mishnah. The opinion we say both of them would be permitted, that will be following the opinion of Rabbi Ben Bessira, that uh, the words of Torah can never become impure, they're compared to fire. Listen to this. Rav Nagmaritza was a later Amora. He said, Now Alma, the world regarding three Allahos following this, these uh, sages. Now Alma, can it last? So the world uh, accustomed itself to follow these three uh, sages. First of all, Kadabiloi, Beresh is a gas. So we're going to see what is Resh is a gas. This according to Rabiloi. Then Kadabi Yosham, the Kilayim. And Kerabidu and Besera, Bedivre Toiram. 
So let's explain this. Get up your regarding Rabbi Lai, like following Rabbi Lai regarding Rashi's Agez. The term Rabbi Lai Omer Rashi's Agez in the Noeg El Abaret. That Allah only applies in the land of Israel. So what is this Rashi's Agez? So just like you have an Allah called Truma, that a farmer needs to separate the, the first amount of crops of grain and uh, it was extended by the rabbis. According to the Torah, it should be grain, wine, and olives, but now applies to fruits and vegetables, fruits and vegetables, and he to the coin. The same way the Torah said that when a person goes to shear their, um, the shearing of their flock, of their um, sheep, the first shearings should go to the coin. Chachamin gave an amount, one over sixty, one sixtieth, should be given to the coin. So on this, Rabbi Eloi says that Allah only applies in the land of Israel. If you are outside of Israel in South Africa, you don't need to give that to the coin. Then Kelavi Yosha Bikilaim. Kilaim is a provision. We have mixtures of uh, grain and grapes to plant them together. But according to Rabbi Eloi, that provision only applies. He said from the verse, you shouldn't plant in your vineyard kilayim, the mixture. So looking Rashi, he understands it also in the footnotes of the Ashkol. This provision only applies when you have two grains of different grains together, like wheat and barley, and then next to them or by, by them, you also put um, Grapes. Rabbi Yosho Yemer, Leolam, Enochaya, Bachiazria, Hita, Vesiora, a person doesn't transgress the provision of mixtures of Kilayim until he plants wheat and barley, the Hartsan. Hartsan is the grape seed, the Mapoles Yad, in a single thrust of hand, simultaneously, at the th same time. So only, only with the three of them, you would be transgressing Kilaim. And then the third alaha is as we have mentioned before, that the words of Torah cannot become impure. So this is what Amnesty said, the world followed this opinion that nowadays we don't need to do Tevila of Ezra. Even if you have a Katie, you don't need to worry to go to the Mikvah. You can learn normally, you can dive normally, you can do anything and everything in Kedusha. Now, the, the Gemara is going to continue with many, many opinions back and forth regarding this Alachot. Starting with the story. That um, Kiasa Zairi, when Zairi came to Babylon from Israel, Omar, he said explicitly, but in the land of Israel, they are completely nullified this alaha of the Tevila of the Mikvah. Are those who say that what he said, but that what they nullified in the land of Israel, no, it's, no, it's not a Mikvah, but it's the Netila. Man, the Amar Bitrolin Tevilusa, the one that holds that what he said is that they canceled the Tvila 
the mikvah that's what he meant que Rabbi Yudem Mesera that uh, Rabbi Yudem Mesera says you don't need to go to a mikvah for Ibrah Torah and we don't follow Ezra's Takana Mandi Amar Vitor Netilu so the one that says that uh, they cancel the Netila he had the Rav Chiza we saw previously in page 15 that Rav Chiza would lie it would condemn Amani Meadere Maya Veidan Netilusa one who who a person that would go out of his way to do Netilas Yadayim before davening. Another brisa regarding the topic of the mikvah and the Tekan of Ezra. Tanravanan, Balkerim, if a person has a seminal emission, Shinaznalav Tishakabin, Maim Tor. Now, this brisa introduces something completely new. Up until now, we had different opinions whether a Balkerim needs to go to the mikvah or not. Now, a brisa says a new thing, and this is called. Teisha Kabin. Teisha Kabin, a cab is an amount of water. So Teisha Kabin, if you look over there in the footnotes, there are some opinions, it's 12, 12 and a half liters of water. One says, no, it's even more, it's almost double, 21.6 liters of water. But if you pour that to a Balkeri, then he becomes Tor. He doesn't even need to go to the mikvah. Again, this is only if you want to go, if you, for the people that follow the Tekan of Ezra. But according to Rabbi Yuvin Sera and to what we saw from Rangamaritzak and from uh, Zeiri, even that we don't. But for the people that will still follow the Tekan of Ezra, the government is going to elaborate on that. Now have a new way to become Tor and this, pour this amount of water on you. In other words, go and take a shower. So the the, the brisa continues. Nachomish Gamzu, the famous Nachomish Gamzu, they say Gamzu let toivah everything is for the good, and was the teacher of Rabbi Kive, lachashali Rabbi Kive. So he in a he whispered in that this alacha he didn't want to make it public. We're going to see some why. He whispered this alacha to Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, you know what? If you are carried, you need to go to the mikvah. Just take a shower of nine kabim. Benazai, and then Rabbi Kiva also told this to to Benazai, his student, also in a whispering. But then Benazai Yatza, the Shanali Samidabashuk, he went out and instead of just whispering, keep it like a secret, he opened it publicly to all his students in the marketplace. There was an argument of two Amoraim of the land of Israel in the West, Rabbi Yosef Barabin, Rabbi Yosef Barzivde. No. One of them had the text regarding the end of this Braisa, what Benazai did. Shana, as we just said, he indeed went out and taught it to all the students. Benazai made it publicly. But the other one had a text in this story, in this Braisa, Lachasha. No, that Benazza didn't go out openly. He did just like Ragnachomish Gamzu and Rabbi Kiva. He told his students quietly. Mandetanishana, the one that says, and not, he told it openly. Why? Why he wanted everybody to know about this easier way to become Tower than just going, than going to the Migra, just take a shower? Mishun Bitul Torah, Mishun Bitul Pira Verivia. Because if people didn't. Then, uh, if it would have been difficult to go to the mikvah, so that is going to cause people not to learn to Torah because they are Balkari and they had uh, they, they cannot go to the mikvah. They won't learn Torah. Or they were wrong. 
people that don't have access to a mikvah, they're going to stop being with the wives. So they're going to minimize, it's going to diminish uh, procreation. And that's why, according to this opinion, Ben Azai taught it openly for everybody to know. The, 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 the other one, the one that says no, he didn't tell it openly, he also just whispered it. Because he didn't want the Torah scholars to be so much next to, with, the, with, the, with their wives having intercourse like roosters. Okay. Say, I heard that some people definitely lenient regarding this, looking Rashi, that they don't go completely to the mikvah and they rely on this shower of night cabin. And they are, I heard that also they, they want to be machmir, they definitely go to the mikvah. And whoever is machmir and goes to the mikvah to, to be taught from Balkeri, Hashem is going to give him long days and long years. The Gemara is going to go back and forth with different opinions, whether rabbis did it, they didn't do it. He was uh, wondering why all these students of Torah, what is the purpose of them going to the mikvah in the morning? So the Gemara doesn't understand what, what, what is he Questioning Mativan, what is the purpose? I hear the Amar in the previous page. He's the one that said the Balkaria should be different. He even brought Psukim that a Balkaria is forbidden from learning Torah. So, what is he asking? The Gemara says, Ahiki Amar, this is what he was asking. Mativan Bearvaim say, Oh, why do they go out of the way to go to the mikvah? Esher Betisha Kabin, if it already became known. We have this leniency of taking a shower of nine cups, either 12 and a half liters, machmir, 21.6 liters. And mativa betvila, why do you need to go to a mikvah? Efsha when again, we mentioned I can just pour uh, on them those nine cabin. Amar Rabbi Hanina says, Rabbi Hanina, Gather Gadol Gadru, so Rabbi Hanina told Rabbi Shavin Lev, you know why? Gather Gadol Gadruba is a big fence, is an important, strong fence to require to go to the mikvah. Why? Because it was a story that Tanya, Maise, once it happened, Bechad, there was a guy, Shetava Isha Ledavaraveira, he wanted to have sex with the lady, and the Rashi says it, was just, it wasn't adultery, this lady was single lady, but still, is immorality, sexual immorality. Amra Loy, this lady told him, Reika, you empty one. If you're going to have sex with me, and you're going to become a Balkari, then do you have a mikvah to go to do the tefillah, the mikvah, so you can be permitted to do tefillah, shema, and learning Torah? Amiyat Piresh, and right away when he heard that, he stopped trying to have sex with this lady. Look at what in the footnotes, it's interesting that a guy was about to have free sex with the lady, and the only thing that stopped him is he wouldn't have a mikvah to go after. But you know, there are people like that, the people that are very interesting in their Yiddish guy, they're very machmirim with some humbles, but in other things, they're very, very bad, they're just very lenient. Okay. So this is an answer why it was still good to have the mikvah of Ezra. Amaleu Rabuna, Le Rabanan, Rabuna, 
told the rabbis, Rabbi my rabbis, why you dispraise, why you don't take serious this tefillah, because it's too cold for you to go to the mikvah, you can, you can go and um, go into a bathhouse and uh, do the, um, the, the cleaning, the cleansing over there. Amr Rav Chisa, Rav Chisa questioned this to Ravuna. Is it permitted to do a tefillah with hot water? And the reason why not is because, you can ask me, but today things are hot, yeah. But in those days, to have a hot mikvah, it meant to boil water and put it into the mikvah. And that would be maim shuvim, which means waters that didn't come from rain. I won't get on in the whole process what makes a mikvah kshera, but the basic concept is has to be an area of the mikvah that is water from rain. Nowadays it's easy to warm up and we have a whole system mechanism to, to also add another uh, bath place next to it to make it warm. But in those days it wasn't so easy and said uh, Rav Giza, just for you to tell the students go to a, um, to a, uh, a, a bathhouse that, that is for sure not a, a proper mikvah. So the Gemara says, Amale, uh, uh, okay, continues the Gemara, Amale Rabada Barhaba. So, so, so then Rabuna answered to Rabhi, you know, you're right. Rabada Barhaba, Koikavasek, Rabada Barhaba, hot like you, that that wouldn't be okay. The Gemara continues with the story of Rabbi Zaira, Abayasir, the Agna de Maya. Zera was sitting in a, in a tub, tub of water in a bathhouse and uh, he told his Amalelishama, he told his Shamash, Zilba is a little cabin, Aloy, go and get the nine cabin and put on top of me. Amal Rabihia, Baraba, Rabihia Baraba questioned him, why do you need your shamash to put on top of you the nine kavim? You're sitting already in the tub, but there's, there's nine even more kavim over there. So Amarle, no, you don't understand the takana of the nine kavim. They were um, in the similarity to Karvaimsia. Arvaimsia is the amount of the mikvah. Ma Arvaimsia, just like 40 sea, which is the mikvah. Betvila, you need to go into the mikvah. If it rains on top of you, Alvaim Sea, that's not okay. They can't just put on top of you 40 Sea. You have to go into the mikvah. So there they were run. That is a takan on this nine cabin. After Shakabin, Venesina, beloved Tevila, Chachamim instituted the leniency of the nine cabin. They have to be put on top of you, but you cannot go into them. So if you have a little bathtub with nine cabins, that's not, a, that's not a good enough. What it does help, what I mentioned, is the shower, because that is nothing that's just putting on top of you. Let's continue. <coughs> Three lines towards the end. Rav Nachman Tiken Hatzva, about Tisha Kabin. Rav Nachman, he prepared a vessel, 
that could contain nine cabins. And like that, his students could take another shower with, it, with this. But Kiasa Rabdimi. But when Rabdimi came from Babylon to Israel, uh, from Israel to Babylon, Amarabi, he told him, Amarabi Kiva Rabiuda Glustera, Amruloshanu El Alejoel Leon. So he said, No, Rab Nachman, you didn't accomplish anything. Nine cabin would only help for a sick person that he had semen involuntary. But somebody that had deliberately semen intercourse, even if he was a sick person, he needs to go to 40 seah to the mikvah. So when Rav Yosef, he was a student of Rav Nachman, heard that, said, Idvar de Rav Nachman. Oh, they just broke, uh, they had broken the vessel of Rav Nachman. So Rashi explains that students of Torah are considered sick people. And for sick people would help the nine cabin instead of going to the mikvah of 40 seah. But on that came Rav Dimi from Israel, and he said, but that only helps for a sick person that had an involuntary emission of semen. But your students, when they, when they are with the wives, is deliberately. And even though they're sick, they need to go to the mikvah. The Gemara continues, Kiasa Rabin, you're gonna find many places in the Gemara that this happens. First came Ravidimi and said something, and then Ravin came from the land of Israel and he argues with Ravidimi. So when Ravin came, Omar, he said, no, the Usha Bauda, in the city of Usha, so this is uh, what happened. It was in the Kila, the Rav Oishaya, in the anteroom of Rav Oishaya, that asked the Shalul Ravasi. They came and they asked, Rabasi, what is Allah? And Amar Leu, and he told him, Loshanu, that which had been taught that a person needs nine cabin, that was only regarding a sick person that had deliberate relations with his wife. But a person that was sick and he had involuntary mission of semen, patrum miklum, he doesn't even need anything, he's exempt from, from everything. So when Rabbi Yosef heard that, that even for a, a sick person, even though he had deliberately a mission, would be enough for the nine cabin, he said, it's Tamil Hatseba de Rav Nachman. Oh, so the broken pieces of the vessel of Rav Nachman have been congealed together, which means we can go back to use that method. The Gemara wants to know exactly what happened over here. Michdi, let's take a look. They're all arguing, what was the Tekan of Ezra? Why don't you take a look what exactly was the Tekan of Ezra? So Amar Avaye said, Ezra Tekan, so let's take over here the sheets that I posted. We need the number one. So let's follow the different opinions. So let's start with the top in the top of the page, Abaye. Ezra said, for a healthy person that deliberately had intercourse, he needs to go to the mikvah, for Isaiah. But if the person, even though was healthy, he had an involuntary emission, over there said Ezra, nine cabin would be enough. 
Now, the Asomurai, and later on, the Amoraim, Ravdimi and Ravin, are arguing the Choile. What, was, what is the case regarding a sick person? Sir, which meaning to say is of Edimi holds, and is a column of Ravdimi over there, that a sick person, but that had him deliberately, is Kevaria Margil, is just like a healthy person that had deliberately semen, and he needs a full mikvah for his hair. And holy also, and a sick person involuntary would be kebarili also, would be like a healthy person involuntary over there, would be okay, non cabin. But then, Marsabar, Rabin, that argues with Rabdimi, holds, not like that, look in the last column of Abaye on top of the page, he holds, Cholea Margil, a sick person deliberately, is kebarili also, is like a healthy person, but uh, involuntary, that would be enough, non cabin. Beholele also, and the one that is sick and had semen involuntary is patrumiklum, is completely exempt of anything, of everything. So, this is the way Abai explains Ezra and the following Amoraim. Hama Rove, Rove argues in one small point with Abai. Neidetik and Ezra Tvila, okay, definitely Ezra fixed the Tekan of going to the mikvah, Nesina, but putting nine cabin, mitiken, from whether you hear that Ezra such, said such a thing, Viamarmar, listen what's been taught in the Gemara in Babakama, Ezra tiken, Tevila levale kerian, Ezra fixed the mikvah for people that had carry. There's no mention over here of nine cabin. Elamar Rabbi said, in terms of the alachot, there's no change, just in terms of what Ezra Tiken and what was later on. Ezra Tiken to be like the Tekan of Ezra is Mikvah Levaria Margil Memsea. If a person is healthy and he deliberately had an emission, he needs to go to the Mikvah of, of Forisea. Now, says Robe, the Asurabanan, but later the sages later on, they are the ones that said, Bitkinu Levari Levari. Leonso, if a healthy person had involuntary semen, there they said then it would be okay the leniency of nine cabin, of, uh, of test cabin or nine cabin, but that wasn't anymore Ezra, that was a later on rab rabbis. And the, the continuation is the same as Amorai, then they came the Amoraim, they argue. What is the case regarding a sick person? Marsaver Cholea Margil, one of the, the first one, which is Ravdimi holds a sick person, a Margil that so deliberately is Kevaria Margil, is like a healthy person deliberately, and he needs a full mikvah of Orisea. Cholea Leonso, and a sick person that had involuntary, is like a Bari Leonso, is like a healthy person involuntary, that he, it's enough for him, nine cabin. This is the opinion of Ravdimi, the first one we saw. But Marsabar then came Ravdimi, and he argued with him, said, No, Levaria Margil, a healthy person that was deliberately, it's okay that he is to not do the mikvah of Forisa. But a Hole, but if he is sick, even though he was Margil deliberately, 
over here would be enough. Kevari Leonso, like a healthy person, uh, involuntary, that test cabin would be enough, nine cabin. You see that according to Rabdimi, for a sick person, we go, we go, we go one degree more lenient. Avalejole Leonso, and that would, would come out that a sick person that was involuntary would be patur mikulam, would be completely exempt from everything. This is the way Robert learns it. So you look in the middle of the page how Robert places the different opinions. And then Robert says, I'm a Robert ilchesa. Robert is going to give his own psakalacha. Baria margil, that is the bottom chart. A healthy person deliberately vecholia margil, and a sick person deliberately arvaim sea. So this is the whole first line. Both of them need forisea, proper mikvah. Now, barile also, a healthy person that had an involuntary mission, so then would be enough tisha cabin, nine cabin. Finally, a sick person <coughs> but was involuntary, patur mikulam, in that case, he's exempt from everything, like Rabin. So look over there in the footnotes that they ask over there like a question that Rabbi doesn't seem to be following completely Rabdimi or completely Rabin. He made like a mix of both of them. So some texts, some rabbis wanted to change the text of Ogemora and saying that they were up asking like Rabin. So some others said, no, Rabbi holds like that. When it comes to deliberately, he holds like Ravdimi. When it comes to involuntary, he holds like Ravin. <coughs> okay, that is the first chart. Now, to, to understand the continuation of the Gemora, now we need the second chart. The Gemora quotes a price. Tanurabana and Balkeri, Balkeri, that was put on him. Nine cabin. Maim of water tower, he's going to be pure and he can do Torah and davening. But says the Bible, regarding what these words were, were said, Leatmo, this that Narkabim is good enough, is only regarding when a person is learning by himself Torah. But if a person wants to teach Torah to others, it's not enough Narkabim, he needs to go to the mikvah. And again, and also let me say something. This b'risa and the alaha that Robert said, that's only for people that follow Ezra. But we mentioned that according to Rabbi Yudem Becerra, none of this applies. It doesn't apply anything. Today, you don't have to do anything. Even to teach others, you, do, you are not required to go to the mikvah. But let's keep on understanding the b'risa. And Rabbi Yudem Becerra came to give a leniency. This forisea, it's mikol makom, can be in even lenient, more lenient circumstances. We're gonna leave this for a minute. We're gonna go first, first to the first part of the brisa, and then we're gonna come back to understand Rabbi Yehuda. The Gemara says there were four rabbis, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shimon Levi, and then Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Lozan, and Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Hanina. Now. It's not clear who said what. The only thing we know is the following. Had me'a izuga, ve'had me'a izuga. 
take one rabbi of the first pair and take one rabbi of the second pair and they were arguing regarding the ratio of the brisa, which means the first clause of the brisa. So this is the argument. So if you look at my chart, let's call it opinion A concerning the first clause. That which you, that, that which you said regarding what these words were, were said, that nine calving is good, is only regarding the person himself, but when a person wants to teach others, Torah, he needs to go to a proper mikvah for Loshano, this was only taught regarding a sick person that had deliberate uh, seminal emission. But regarding a sick person that he saw semen involuntary, Tesha Kavin. So would be enough nine Kavin. So with this we finish the first of the opinions of the rabbis regarding the first clause. So please notice, this is what in the sheet I put in gray background. So again, we're referring to somebody that teach, teaching others, if he is sick and so seemingly involuntary, would be enough and not in cabin. This is one opinion. But the other opinion argues. No, whenever you're dealing with teaching Torah to others, even in the case a sick person and was involuntary, he still is required to go to the mikvah of 40 seah. So if you see in opinion B concerning the first clause, teaching to others in the bottom, also in a gray recta rectangle, it says 40 seah. So this is an argument, again, this is only for the opinions that you would follow Ezra, according to what we hold nowadays, you don't have to, but to understand what the Bryce is talking about, there was an argument between one of the pair of Rabbi and Rabbi Shobin Levi against one of the pair of Rabbi Lauza and Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Hanina regarding a sick person that saw semen involuntary, does he need to go to a full mikvah for Seah to teach others, or because he's sick and he saw semen involuntary, can he be lenient of nine cabin? This is one of the arguments. Now continue with the Gemara. And the other one of the first pair and the other one of the second pair were arguing a Seifa regarding the second clause of the Brisa, regarding what Rabiuda said. That which Rabiuda said, what is the leniency that Rabiuda said for Isaiah in any case? That leniency is only regarding a mikvah in the ground. So we're going to explain what he meant to say by that. But regarding vessels, utensils, you cannot. You cannot go to a mikvah, even a 40 in a vessel. And the other one, 
came to explain the lien of Rabbi Yudhe, ah, afilu, afilu bekelim nami. No, when Rabbi Yudhe came to say, even for this in any case, he came to give you the leniency, the leniency of going to a mikvah that is not in the ground, that is on a, on a, on a vessel, a big vessel that contains 40 seah. Says again, what have bekelim? It goes okay, according to the opinion that explained the Buddha, that you can go to 40 seah even in a vessel. I know the Kesani Rabiuda. I know the Kesani will understand the price. I'm telling us Rabiuda, Mermem, Seami, Kolmakoim. That's for you say, in, in any case, I understand the leniency. El in Bekelim Loi, but according to the first opinion that he understood Rabbi Yudha to tell us that it has to be for in the ground, but cannot be in a vessel, Mikol Makom Lasuyemai, the words in any case, what does it come to include that you can have a leniency over here? to to let you know that even though it has to be in the ground, like a swimming pool, but nevertheless, water that wasn't brought through the rain could still be okay. In other words, modern days, according to this opinion, a swimming pool would be okay. So according to the other opinion, that even in a vessel is okay, probably also this would be okay. So look in the bottom of the chart. We have opinion A regarding Rabiuda's statement. The forisia in a pool in the ground, not in a vessel. However, drawn water might be used. Again, it doesn't have to be rain water. It can be just water that was uh, put into the pool by people. According to the second opinion regarding Rabiuda, they learned that Rabiuda came to include that even a vessel would be okay for the Valkyrie. And all this is only the opinions of follow Ezra. But uh, I'm repeating one important point. It uh, seems to be, and we're going to see soon now in the following Gemara, that we follow nowadays Rebuda and Beseira, and therefore you don't even need this. According, nowadays, according to Rebuda and Beseira, you don't need anything. The Gemara continues with the story. There were three rabbis, Rapopo, Beravuna Veder Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Bar Shmuel. Krihu Rifsa Beadi Adadi. They ate bread, the three of them together. Omle Rapapa, Rapapa said to the other two, Abuli Ledidi, Libroch. In those days, the mina was one person would bench, one, the person that would open the zimun, then he's the one that would bench out loud, and the other two will only listen and say amen and be yoshi with his benching. So Rabbi said, let me be the one benching. Why? The Nafoli Eloi test cabin that uh, I put upon me the 10 cabin. I took the shower. So therefore, I cleansed myself from, the, the, from, from Ezra, uh, from, the, from Keri. Amruleu. But they, um, so then Amaleu Robe Barshmuel, Robe Barshmuel said, Tanina, no. The Bryce says, when does it help the nine cabin? Leatmo, only regarding you yourself learning Torah. When it comes to teach others, Memsea, you need a proper mikvah. And now, if you want to 
make the zimun and bench and include us in your benching is like teaching Torah to others. So nine cabin wouldn't be enough. Ella rather, rather give me me the one to be the one that's gonna make the zimun and bench and include the the other two. The nafoli lawyer by himself because they put on me for this year. Obviously, it was just in a way copying the way Rapapa spoke, because when you come to the 40 CA, they don't put 40 CA on you, you have to go to the mikvah. But that's what he meant. Let me bench, because I went to the mikvah, and the proper mikvah 40 CA, and therefore, I can, uh, this is like teaching others, I can bench for you. And finally, Amaleo Rabune, Rabuna said to the previous two, Abulele did the libro. You know what? I don't need any of, the, of that. The Leica, Loi, Loi, Veloi. I don't have nine cabin, I don't have Mikva Forisia, but I wasn't with my wife, I, don't have, I didn't have any carry, so I'm the one that can bench with no problems. That's the way somebody learns, I think that's where Rashi also learns. Some other people learn. Yeah, that's what Rashi says. Some of the people learn that the, uh, Rabuna was making a point. I'm sorry, uh, it was, yeah, Rabuna was making a point, Rabuna read Rabbi Yeshua, that um, he doesn't, we don't hold any more like uh, Ezra, so, since we don't hold like Ezra, like, we hold like Rabido and Becerra. So he doesn't need nothing. He doesn't need a mikvah, he doesn't need an intercline to be able to be the one needing the benching. And the last story right in this topic, this t- topic, Rav Hama says, the Rav Hama, Tavil Bimali Yoma de Pisach, he would go to the mikvah Ere Pesach, to be able to include others from their responsibility from the mitzvah. Now, it's not clear which mitzvah. Some say that might have been the brach of the alel, because in those days people would, have, would say alel in the Mairiv in Pesach. And But anyway, the alaha is not like him, because uh, look in Rashi, the kaimalan, the alaha is not like him, because anyway, we don't call anymore like Takana Sesra, and uh, you don't need anything. Now, just to end up the Suya, definitely we don't need anything, and today everything is permitted. There's one opinion brought in Toysos that anyway for Tfila would be good anyway to, to keep on doing Takana Sesra, and uh, we definitely, some people do it for Shabbos, they go to the Mikvah. Some people do for the Mo'adim, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. And definitely the Minag is at least for Shoshone Yom Kippur, definitely go to the Mikvah. Shkerach, bye.